What if you could have a career where the opportunities are as vast as our nation, where it's not about mission statements, but a shared mission? At U.S. Customs and Border Protection, we go beyond to protect more than borders, from ship to shore, air to ground, cities to local communities. CBP agents and officers are keeping people safe. Join U.S. Customs and Border Protection and go beyond for something far greater than yourself. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to Peg Warmers. I'm Kevin, and I'm here to talk about toys. Today, I just got in two of the Super 7 Mighty Morphin Power Ranger figures. Um, this is a line that I'm really excited about, but only half in on. The Power Rangers kind of most recent slash current retail line, the Power Rangers Lightning Collection by Hasbro, has been our best chance at getting a complete line of every Ranger all in one scale. And that really excites me. I would love to be able to collect all of the Rangers all exactly the same style and scale and format. And we've we've had a few attempts, uh, but we, we just never quite get there and I I have no guarantee the lightning collection is gonna get there but it's it's really got a good start and they've also been doing some fun stuff like some of the monsters not a lot but a few and I really appreciate that so super seven the high-end collector company that makes small run toys they're also doing mighty Morphin power rangers and I I don't know if they have the full ranger license uh, it's very possible they do but I've only seen them produce mighty Morphin product Mighty Morphin is always the safest bet. Uh, so they're doing Rangers, they're doing Zords, they're doing Monsters. They're not in the same scale as the Lightning Collection, obviously. The the license is being spliced, and Hasbro has it in one scale. Well, Hasbro owns it, but you know they have the scale they're producing, the 6-inch, and then they're passing on uh, to Super 7. They're only allowed to do a certain other scale. Uh, so I'm not buying the Rangers. I have no interest in buying the Rangers again. But really... Nice, articulated action figures of the Zords very much interests me. And also, the monsters might interest me because I just think the monsters are really cool. The monsters, the, the Tokusatsu, you know, rubber monster suits is what interests me the most about Power Rangers. So, in the first wave, we had the option of getting Goldar, the Tyrannosaurus, Rex Zord, the Green Ranger, and the Yellow Ranger. So, I have here Goldar and the Tyrannosaurus Rexord, and we're going to check them out today. Shipper box. Plastic wrap. Slip cover. There we have Goldar in his box. Premium packaging. Super 7 always does this well. He looks really cool. Um, nice arrangement of accessories there, and a pretty big action figure. The slipcovers seem like uh, a hindrance for selling these at retail. And I know these aren't really retail items, but I'm sure there's specialty shops like comic book stores that want to buy these and sell them. 
you got to store that slip cover in the mailer somewhere, I guess. Or, I mean, I guess you could just sell it like this without that. Um, but, you know, collectors are so weird, and they want all of that packaging. So, <clears throat> I don't know. But, again, beautiful window displaying all the accessories and the figure inside. Let's get these guys out of the package. Here we have a slightly better view of the T-Rex Zord. Now that the packaging is mostly removed, it's just in this little tray, you get a slightly better view. This thing looks like it could be a prop from the show, like a miniature that they shot scenes with. It's really incredible. Goldar actually comes on two trays. One mostly for his figure, and one mostly for his wings and hands. Well, that was a feat. But I have the T-Rex Megazord out of the package, and he's pretty hefty. Uh, he has a nice feel to him. Really rigid um, construction. He doesn't feel cheap at all, which is fantastic. Nothing floppy. I'm pretty impressed with the, the look of this guy. So he has articulation at his head. He has an articulated jaw. It's also really cool they have the cannons inside there. I mean, Super 7 is known for, you know, hitting those screen-accurate details. But those little cannons are often a missed thing. But now he can do his little breath attack. He has an articulation point at his neck. So he really can be pretty dynamic with his face there and his head. He's got a swivel at the upper chest. I mean, it's almost the waist, but it's it's sort of up at the top of the silver compartment area where the the T-Rex head would hide if he were to um, you know actually be able to transform. He has a rotation point at his shoulder there. It doesn't have a huge range of motion, but of course it didn't have a huge range of motion on the show. Uh, and his arms also move out to the side a little bit. He's got elbow joints. Again, limited, uh, but remember this is like a, a giant suit, right? So the real T-Rex Zord couldn't move that much. He's got swivels at the wrists there. And this, these hands are interchangeable. So he's got these two sort of neutral, almost like accessory holding hands, that C-shaped classic hand. Pop that one off. He's got wider grip hands. Now these are not articulated in any way. Um, not that you would really imagine it, but these hands are a little bit big. They have just the joint at the pin. <clears throat> So there he's got a more open hand if you, if you want him to have more of a grappling stance. And then he also has closed fists for punching the bad guys. I, these hands don't add a lot of value to me particularly. I don't know if I would ever really switch these hands out. Toy photographers, I could see them using these a lot. Um, I will probably just display mine straight the way he came out of the package with those slightly opened hands. But, you know, you got to add value to uh, an expensive toy like this. And Super 7 is known for giving lots of accessories and things like that. The Rangers come with all kinds of scene-specific accessories. But the T-Rex sword doesn't have too many accessories. He doesn't really pick things up too much in the show. Um, he's got no articulation lower in that waist area, right? The, he just has that upper torso pivot. Then his hip joints can move out to the sides a little bit, and they do rotate. Again, just a little bit. There's not a lot of movement 
Um, so he can sort of hunker down and sort of stand up a little straighter. And different times in the show, he kind of stands in different ways. Generally, when it's a guy in the suit and he's fighting, he does stand up a little bit more like a person. Um, some of the footage where he's combining, sort of forming the Megazord, he is a little bit more hunched down. But again, like that's a model they're using for those shots. He's got articulation at the knee. Again, it's not a real big range of motion. Uh, but, you know, it's a guy in a clunky robot suit. Like, this this level of articulation is really all you would get out of this suit and all you would uh, really expect to do with this toy. And then he has a rocker joint here at the ankles. Everything can rotate just a little bit there. Uh, the paintwork is really nice. Just some really great details. And then his tail has articulation at... It looks like every single segment except for the top one. So that's pretty cool. Again, you're not going to get a lot of whipping action out of that. It doesn't move super far. But the fact that each one can move individually would make this really fun for a stop-motion animation type of thing. I like him a lot. He comes with three other accessories besides the hands. He comes with a Tyrannosaurus power coin, and this thing is hefty. I, I originally was just kind of thinking, oh, yeah, I, who cares? It's just like a power coin. We have lots of power coins laying around from Morpher toys and things like that. Uh, but this is a nice, nice coin. So at least if you're going to get a pack in, it's not some little plastic disc. He also comes with two very tiny Red Rangers. These guys are way smaller than the Micro Machine Power Rangers from Galoob in the 90s. It would be nice if they had a little black stripe to symbol his visor and a little um, white diamonds on his chest. Um, but the only paintwork they have is the belts, the gloves, and the boots. But these are basically designed so you could put them on top of the T-Rex because there were times in the show where a little figurine was attached to the top of the T-Rex to Make it seem in scale that there was a Power Ranger riding or commanding the Zord. So it's kind of fun. Not something that uh, is necessary. Not something I think many people are going to display up there. But, you know, again, that value added trying to really make this figure feel super deluxe. I think that stuff really does help. I have one toy here that I brought along because I wanted to compare these two. This is a Bandai figure from before Hasbro bought Power Rangers. Um, this one is, an, again, a non-transforming T-Rex sword. And I thought this was really exciting and really kind of fun at the time because usually you get the transforming ones, which are neat, but everyone just puts them into the Megazord form and you're kind of done for display. Um, they often suffer in the design because they need to be able to transform. So I liked that this T-Rex was a little bit more sort of show... Um, structure accurate, you know, the, the face doesn't need to be so small, it hides inside the chest, and, and the arms don't have to be so stubby, they can fold up inside the chest, so the um, pterodactyl can fit on the front, right, those kind of things. So these guys are sort of equivalent of each other, obviously this Bandai one is much less expensive, and it doesn't have some of the frills, no cannon inside the mouth, it's got silver horns here instead of red, um, you know, not necessarily is show accurate let way less details like there's no real stickers or anything like that on the tail but it was a fun piece to have in the collection 
as a large representation of the T-Rex sword. But now we've got this guy from Super 7. I do like the size of the Bandai one. It is kind of cool that he's this big. Once you see the paintwork on the Super 7 version, I just kind of prefer that one. The Bandai figure is a great kids play piece. And the Super 7 one is a great screen accurate display piece for collectors. Alright, next up we've got Goldar here. Goldar is probably the most important Power Ranger monster from Season 1 to have as an action figure. Yeah, Rita's the main bad guy. But Goldar was her general. And Goldar was the one doing all the fighting. So he's the one you want to have battling the Red Ranger. And he's the one you want to have battling the Megazord. So he's kind of the most important one to have in toy form. Which is also why we tend to get him a lot in toy form kind of right away. You know, he's got a Funko Pop. He's got a Lightning Collection figure. He's got a Super 7 figure. He's got the old 8-inch vinyl monster from the old run, right? He's a classic. He's got both looks going on here where he has the little nubs on his back and he also has the wings. I am not quite sure what the story is there. Um, I've watched Zoo Ranger and I, he doesn't lose his wings in that at all. I don't believe. But, you know, there was a lot of Zoo 2 footage, extra footage filmed. I don't know if the wings broke or were damaged somehow, and so they switched him over to uh, the wingless suit for some reason with deterioration or something like that. He did eventually get his wings back, uh, but maybe that, maybe they just restored the suit. I don't know. That's actually like a production secret I would love to kind of know about Power Rangers. What was the reason for that? I mean, it was put off as like a punishment in the show. It certainly probably made shooting easier to not have the giant wings flapping around and bumping into stuff on the set. Alright, so I can pull out those pieces. I can plug in his wings. I do want to be careful with these. I don't want to break them in any way. I'd be really sad after spending all the money on this guy if I broke him. Come on. Not, I'm not boiling these guys, this guy's joints. I, I have some confidence in these Super 7 guys. Alright, so there is Goldar. Now, he doesn't have hands on, currently, that can hold accessories. He has two fist hands. But he comes with cool, like, open, I'm gonna get you hands. He's also got accessory holding hands, sort of that classic C-shape for action figures. So, I kind of would like to give him one... Oh, he's got two sets of grasping hands. Strange. I don't know if there's a specific one that's good for holding a sword. I'm going to kind of look into that real quick. Because I need Goldar to hold his sword. This one seems to work pretty well. Alright, now Goldar is ready for business. <laughs> Impress Rita. Always, always funny... That Goldar has this, like, tail that's coiled up and held up here instead of it being loose. Just kind of interesting. He's got that face that people often refer to as a monkey face. Uh, but he's got sort of like a lion look to him. He's got the wings. It's a very interesting combination. Uh, he's got a very unique look to him. 
I think, anyway. I'm going to switch out this other fist hand, I think, to one of his open, grasping hands. I feel like that's a good kind of a look for him. So he's kind of like attacking and then attacking with the sword. I really like this figure. Super nice paintwork. You know, the the doesn't look too mustardy. Looks very gold. Uh, lots of little tiny paint details with like the little green gems on him. I just think he looks really cool. He comes with two heads. He's got one with a neutral face and one with sort of a a roaring face. I'd say this mouth is open further than Goldar's mouth ever opened on the show. But he did have a mechanism that allowed him to talk. Again, I think that might be something that broke in the suit over time. Because he, he talked, actually talked less. Like, he still spoke. But the the suit moved much less in the show over time. Um, so, it, you know, it may have just been deterioration. They used Goldar for quite a while on the show. I kind of want to put that roaring head on. Just because it feels so different from most Goldar toys we have. Also makes him look more savage. Uh, this is going to be one of those neck pins that wants to move. While wow, you're trying to plug stuff in. I'm not confident that this head is on. Maybe it is. Doesn't really feel right. Alright, I think his head's on there. He comes with five stone hockey pucks. Honestly, they're from an episode, but I forget what they were for. Probably for stealing the Rangers' powers. You know, that's what the plot always was. But the really cool accessory comes with something that I wouldn't have planned to display him with, but the accessory looks so cool. I would consider it. I'm not sure how he holds it exactly or if it's really just sculpted to sit on a table, but um, he comes with this fancy box and it has the main five Rangers power coins in it. There was an episode where he tries to lure the Green Ranger out uh, when Tommy was losing his powers um, by by like having the other Rangers turn in over their coins. And uh, I think I'm getting that plot right. <laughs> to be honest, I didn't relook it up. I have watched all of Mighty Morphin multiple times, but it's been a few years. Um, so either he he had them turn over their coins and then was going to trade them back for it, or I, to be honest, I don't know. But I remember him having them all in this chest and uh, you know trying to lure the Green Ranger out because they were always sort of after Tommy's powers more than the other Rangers because you know Rita had those powers once. It was an insult to injury. I think this guy is really cool. Uh, I want to show you him compared to the Lightning Collection version. All right, here's Lightning Collection Goldar alongside the Super 7 Goldar. He is massive compared to the Lightning Collection release. So, huge improvement to be able to have him kind of be intimidating against the other Rangers. Now, the original Goldar here from Lightning Collection was a basic figure. He was sold in a normal package. Most of the monsters were deluxe figures. So, just as a point of comparison, here's King Sphinx who dwarfs the Lightning Collection Goldar. And King Sphinx from the Lightning Collection is not a whole lot smaller than Goldar. A little bit, uh, but I think it still works. 
So if you wanted to pick and choose monsters from the two lines, I think it works pretty well. I'm pretty sure I ordered Finster from Super 7, but I don't feel like I need him as much in the larger scale because he didn't fight the Rangers. I don't need him to be as intimidating. But I, I basically just want as many Mighty Morphin bad guys in um, cool action figure form as possible. So I'm kind of hoping Super 7 gets away from the ones that Hasbro's doing. Um, I know that that might be counterintuitive for business to do some of the maybe C-list villains, right? Because Goldar's A-list, King Sphinx is probably B-list because he's from the early couple episodes. But doing villains that Hasbro isn't necessarily going to do right away, like Pumpkin Rapper and King Sphinx and Piranha's Head, might help, for me personally, to buy them all. Um, so I'm only collecting the Zords from Super 7 and the Monsters currently. But like I said, I may make some decisions at some point not to get all the monsters. It just depends. Finster's the only one that I was a little up in the air on because we already got him in the Lightning Collection. We still don't have Lightning Collection Squat and Babu. So if Super 7 announces them, I'll probably order them from them. Of course, that'll also mean Hasbro will announce them right after that. Um, one thing I like about the Lightning Collection Goldar over this one, he does have some articulation in his wings beyond... Pivoting forward and back, they they actually open a little bit and close a little bit. Um, I don't know if that makes it better. I do like that there is some articulation there. It's not super useful articulation, though, I guess. So maybe it doesn't matter at all. As far as paintwork goes, though, this one just looks a million times better. He's not as mustardy. He's got way more details painted in on his armor. Uh, just really blows lighting collection out of the these two figures arrived at my house this week from Big Bad Toy Store in a soggy cardboard box. It was raining really hard that day. Uh, luckily, the the outer cardboard box was the only thing that was wet. The inside packaging was great. And even if the mailers had gotten soaked, uh, they do bag that regular package inside there. So I think they would have been fine, at least, uh, you know, if I wanted to keep them mint on in card on package. Um, the mailers could have gotten destroyed, but everything was great. And I think these two figures turned out really awesome. So in the comments down below, let me know what you think of these guys. I get it that they're very expensive um, and they're just not for everybody. But uh, I, I am really excited with the things that Super 7 does. But I have had to start setting limits on what I'm buying from them because I'm getting Ultimate G.I. Joe and most of the Ultimate Ninja Turtles and some of the Ultimate Power Rangers and getting the Silverhawks, right? They're Thundercats. There's a lot that they're producing, which is really, really cool. It's fantastic that they're able to produce all of these great brands for us. But obviously, I, I can't collect everything. Uh, and so Power Rangers, I've limited myself to the Zords and the Monsters. And I don't think I'm regretting that. I have seen some of the reviews of the Rangers, and they do look really cool. But uh, I have, you know, the Automorphers. I have the 80s 8-inch uh, ones. I have the Lightning Collection ones. I, I might even have the Bandai Legacy Collection ones, right? I've, I've bought Mighty Morphin over and over and over again, so I'm trying to focus on things that are maybe a little bit different or a little bit better. And the Rangers are just something I don't feel I need to upgrade. Do me a favor and help this channel grow. Hit the like button. If you've got a friend that's into toy collecting, share this video with them. If you've got the means and want to support the show financially, go over to Patreon and check us out there. Bonus content. Um, the Discord for the second tier is uh, a lot of fun with other collectors on there. Thanks for hanging on the peg with me, guys.
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, Lil. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.